0: Welcome to Profoundly Pointless. My name is Nick Vinzant. Coming up in this episode, garbage music and things we should do but don't.
1: It's kind of a challenge to um, make actually good music out of something that people throw away. A little bit of background. This thing is always played with a just regular flip-flop. And um, it's causing only problems and the thing is at the same time it's the best thing i ever made
0: i want to thank you so much for joining us if you get a chance subscribe leave us a rating or a review we really appreciate it It really helps out the show if you're a new listener welcome if you're a long time listener thanks for all of your support so our first guest is a different kind of musician instead of using instruments He plays on Garbage, and it's really good. This is Garbage Musician After Cooking. Did you start out with kind of traditional musical instruments, or was this always the path? Both ways are kind of true. I actually started
1: with playing on Pots and Pants. It was the first thing I ever drummed on. Um, after that, I stopped playing on Pots and Pants, and I started playing on a normal drum set. And on Sunday, I just went back to the Pots and Pants again. What is it about them, though, right? Why, like, why, why are you drawn to this style of music? Why? I think it all kind of started more or less um, actually because I needed some money. I needed a job. And, um, well, my passion is to, to play drums. That always has been my passion. I was thinking, well, I can get like a half-time job somewhere in a supermarket or um, at a bar doing that. Or I could try making some music on the street, drumming. Um, The thing with drumming on the street is, um, for one, if you have a drum kit, it's really heavy to transport that through the city. I mean, who carries the whole um, drum set with them, especially when you're walking around all day? That's kind of a big, big problem there. And um, garbage actually solves that problem because now I just have a big backpack full of pots and pans. Um, I have two buckets that I can just carry in my hand. And then I'm good to go. Then I can just go into the streets. Another really good thing about um, good thing about that too is that um, as soon as you play on something that is not usual to people, they don't see that often that someone plays on garbage. As soon as you do that, it's more interesting for them. Especially when you play on the streets. On the streets, you always need to have something that catches the eye of of the audience, something that is interesting, something that they have never seen before. And um, someone who drums on garbage is for them much more interesting than someone who just plays drums. People are so attracted to it because it's so new, so interesting, so
0: unusual to do. Is it a novelty kind of thing though, right? Or is the music really good? Like, oh, this kind of actually, yeah, it's different, but it does resonate with people. I think
1: a combination out of those two. Apparently, I started to play better because um, people pay way more attention now than they did five years ago. I think five years ago, I was just literally someone who bangs on garbage um, on the streets, just making some noise, kind of. They hear something um, that sounds kind of like, for example, techno drums, but they see someone who plays on garbage. And I think that's like the the magical thing about it.
0: Is it just pots and pans or what other kind of instruments well, are you, or garbage are I, you using? I have
1: I um, a lot of pots pots and pans in different um, tonalities. So um, they actually fit to each other. It took me quite some time to find something in a key. So uh, for example, now if I play with um, other musicians, I can actually tell them, okay, let's play in the, in the key of D, D sharp minor. Because my pots fit to that. Um, On the other hand, I have um, buckets. Um, The buckets just work as a kind of um, bass, like a kick drum. Then I have also like a plastic jerry can.
0: Obviously, it's not hard to find garbage, right? Like you can find that kind of pretty much anywhere. But do you have to look for a certain type of garbage, right? You mentioned like, all right, I got to get a pan that plays in D Mm -hmm. minor.
1: Most garbage doesn't play in any key. Um, more or less a noisy thing. It's not something that makes a tone where you can say, ah, that's an A or that's a D. But yeah, it is definitely difficult to find them. For example, the pots um, that I use, they are, um, not all of them are actually playable because you need something that when you hit it, um, it needs sustain, it needs to um, sound for a longer time. Otherwise, it's not just like, you need something that makes more like a boom sound. Something like that to, to imagine. Something that resonates. Resonance. Yeah. And um, so for that, it, it was pretty hard to find something that actually resonates. And I found out that there is one special way they made pots. They don't do it anymore, which is kind of a problem for me now. Because if I need to find some new pots, it's getting harder and harder. They're like those... um. I don't know. I don't know how to describe them. They're like little pots, which look like um, my my grandma would have them in in her home, like old pots with um, painted flowers on them or something. They have like a. I know what you're They about, have yeah. like um, a material they're made with imaya, imaya I don't know how it's how it's pronounced or called, um, which which makes that sound. And now everything is made from stainless steel or anything like that. The pots nowadays don't sound that good anymore. So um, I have kind of a problem if I want to find some new. Well, I think you can still buy them some places, but they're more and more rarely. So where do you get them? Like a market where people sell their stuff secondhand. I went there with with a drumstick looked at all the pots they have and then I hit on them and said oh no thank you and um, went on to find other things so I, I don't know what they were thinking I didn't have time to explain it to everyone um, but yeah <laughs> what kind of looks were you getting when you're just walking around banging on people's pants <laughs> I don't know I don't even know anymore all kind of looks I um, I tried myself um, not to care because um, otherwise it would it would be too much People are always looking weirdly, especially for example, also when I when I start making music in the street. The moment that I unpack my things, you know, I'm I'm just walking around with a backpack through the city, a really big backfet, back fat backpack though, um, and um, then I start to unpack it, and I only have garbage inside. I only have pots and um, broken metallic things. Um, I don't know things people wouldn't have used for anymore. And I really started to concentrate to just do my thing and to not look at the people because they're always like, huh? what is he doing? Why is he unpacking garbage in the middle of the in the, the city center? <laughs>
0: you make the money playing on the street. Can you, like, is this, is this something where you could go into a recording studio and make an album? Well,
1: no, not yet. The thing is, um, like, one year ago, i um I realized that I want to do a little bit more with it, because there were a lot of people um, who talked to me on the street and said, "Hey, we have an event. it would be nice if you could um, come to us and, and have a gig on a stage." But that also is something i I couldn't give to those people because what I do is it's not that's that much of of like it's not really music what I do. I mean, I make a few um, nice beats now and then, and that's what people like. But I think also the beautiful thing about it, what what people can see in it, is that kind of live performance, just that kind of the the randomness. It's not about the music, it's about the event itself that people find so great at that moment. But um, to put it just for itself on stage, I think that's where the difficult. Um, so what I did since last year, I wanted to take it a step further. And I specialized on exactly doing that, putting, um, getting it on stage, making it interesting enough to play it on stage, and therefore also making it inter- interesting enough to um, get it into a studio to record it. Um, I'm thinking all the time about making new instruments, what I could... Do that still fits into my kind of garbage music, and now I can finally say that I have something that I could actual that I can actually present on stage and also in the studio to um, yeah to make songs to make an album, and I'm making a few songs right now. Um, the first one should be available soon.
0: So if the the pots and pans in the bucket kind of simulates drums, mm-hmm. right? What did the other instruments simulate? The PVC pipes, they um, sound
1: like a bass, um, like a bass guitar, something plucky. I mean, if you put a lot of effects on it um, with the software, then it maybe even could sound more or less like a guitar,
0: for example. I see so you have some yeah. in the background. Is there? Could you give us like a yeah, quick sure. example on one of the smaller ones? Um, I'm interested to see how you do this. Oh, yeah, that's like... 2 meters 7 feet whatever the metric you want to use there. A little bit of background,
1: this thing is always played with a just regular flip-flop.
0: Oh, I thought you were just I thought you just dropped your no, shoe. No, no, no. So you're gonna... I didn't drop All my right. shoe that, That's actually <laughs> right. my
1: um my my stick. That's how you play it. it. Um, I love it. I don't man. know why, but that's that's it. kind of the best thing you can you can get for this
0: kind of instrument, it gets, it gets a really warm sound. Let me give you an example. And for anybody listening to this, right, like this isn't hooked up to professional microphones and all that kind of stuff, so. Okay, so you got the drums, you got the guitar, the bass guitar, is there any other ones that you're working on? Um, Actually, yes, there are a few other ones. Um. Right now,
1: I'm experimenting with um, with a razor, like an electric razor. Um, if you take that sound, put it to a microphone, and then just pitch the tone, so pitching it higher or lower, um, then you can get a, a sound that is really close to just um, electronic synthesizers. It sounds absolutely like something you would hear in every electronic song. And I also have a saw. It's just like a normal saw, but you can um, use a bow just like for a violin. And then you can bow the saw
0: and get a really weird sound out of it. You know, for people who maybe aren't musicians, right? Like I get the immediate like, oh, that's cool, right? Like it's interesting to see how you can make musical sounds with stuff that's not necessarily an instrument. For other musicians, are they like, hey man, Go for it with this experimental stuff, or are they kind of like, what's this guy doing? I think till now
1: I I only got great response because um, even for them it's something new. I'm challenge I'm challenging I'm challenging myself to do something that um, people haven't done that much before. It's kind of a challenge to um, make actually good music out of something that people
0: throw away. Do you are you? Testing it out or do you feel like, no, I can do this? I really, really, really want to. And I believe that um,
1: there's definitely potential in this kind of thing. And the big idea for me um, behind this is that I want to um, integrate more live music into the electronic scene, like the electronic music scene. Um, The thing is with electronic music, everyone loves it, but... um, for me, what I miss is that you cannot relate that much to the sound when, you, when you're watching it. Like live on stage, you cannot relate this much to what is happening there than you can watching a regular band. And um, that's why I want to create something um, where people can actually relate to the sound. They see, for example, that big bass tube and they think, hey, okay, that's the, the sound you make when you hit on that kind of instrument. I hope that people can relate in that way more to what is
0: happening in electronic music. That makes sense, right? I understand what you're saying in the sense that like, I'm a fan of that house electronic techno, whatever you want to call it, music. But for all I know, it's somebody up there just pressing play on their iPhone, right? Like you're not seeing someone make that music in real time. Are you ready for some harder slash listener submitted questions? Yeah, sure. What is a piece of trash you've tried to make music on and was like, oh, this this is not gonna work? work.
1: That's a good question. Um, well, that's kind of a th- kind of a struggle. I think it's it's still the the big PVC pipe instrument. That's that's more or less my greatest success right now because that's what catches the eye the most at this moment. But at the same time, it's also kind of my biggest failure because it's such a big instrument. It nearly doesn't fit in my car. It, it Actually, I, I have one centimeter left. Um, it's like I, I, just by luck, um, I, I, I just co- could close my doors of the car just by luck. I, I, I didn't even um, try to calculate that before. It's like a really big instrument, really heavy to carry around. It breaks all the time, and um, I need to put microphones on the end of that instrument. And if you have 12 of those pipes ending at different spots, um, it's really hard to catch all the sounds at the same um, level, so it's with the same audio quality. Live on stage, I'm getting a lot of problems because you have feedback. The, the sound from the speakers are getting back into the microphone. Um, it's just an instrument that is really, really hard to build, to carry around, to, um, to put mics on. And um, it's causing only problems.
0: And the thing is, at the same time, it's the best thing I ever made is is there any other example of this in like popular culture in the sense that like some other musician has done something similar or there's a sound effect in a movie or anything like this that maybe not like not to this level but just like ooh this person did this in this and it's kind of the same thing that I'm doing. Uh, yeah, there are definitely a lot of people who are already doing something
1: similar than I do. Um, especially, as you said, in, for example, um, effects for films, for movies. Um, I'm, following, I'm following a few people on Instagram who are actually doing that. And um, there are a lot of people in this world who already got really creative and... And made really crazy sounds out of naturalist things, just recorded with a microphone. Um, so yeah, there are definitely a lot of people doing that. Um, but I haven't seen them. I haven't seen any doing this kind of thing live on stage. So, do so you didn't then just like walk around banging on
0: stuff all the time.
1: Not not as much as I, I would wish. I it's it's definitely a good idea to just go around and. Um, Experiment with things that are around you just to hear the sound. When I when I walk past a uh, um, like a con- uh, how do you say it in English like a construction um, yeah construction w- site when yeah. I see like a really long big pipe laying around um, I would I would um, love it to just go there and hit on it see how bassy it sounds how um, sub bassy that, that sound would be but I don't do it since it's illegal. Most of the times they're working there, <laughs> I guess. Um, but yeah, I think it's, it's a good thing to just you're... experiment and um, find more things to make music with.
0: What is your overall favorite sound?
1: Does it have to be garbage? There's one instrument I'm cheating with, and I love it.
0: Give me a garbage one and then a regular one. How about that?
1: Yeah, so um, garbage one, as I said... It's the one um, I love and hate the most, the tube instrument. The other one um, that is not made out of garbage is a kalimba. Have you ever, ever heard of a kalimba? I don't it's think like so. It's like a little wooden block with metal um, things on it. Um, if you if you let the metal thing vibrate, the block vibrates and that creates a sound. This is one. Um
0: Oh, I feel like can can you strum it or play it or whatever real quick. That is that is a cool sound. Now, where is that from, though? Like, what um, culture does that originate from? Mm, I think
1: original originally it's um, somewhere from Africa. I don't know what. Count three to be exact. Do you clean it off before you use it? For everyone that we are on the same page here, I'm not playing on things that are actually really, really dirty. So, um, I mean, they're getting more dirty and di- they, they're they getting dirtier when I play on the street, for example. But I don't take something from, from a garbage belt that is full of, I don't know, fungus. <laughs>
0: Or whatever. It's like you're not digging out of the trash No, can, no, no, right? not
1: at all. Um so and if I would do that, then yes, before I start playing it, I definitely cleaned clean it at least one time. So now can you explain the name after cooking? After cooking, yeah. Um
0: where did that come from?
1: Well um a few years ago, I think four four years ago or something, when I um did um, the garbage drumming on the street thing for for a year. People ask ask me all the time what my name is. Um, so, well, if they can find me on social media or or anything, and um, I I didn't have anything. I didn't have a name. Um, and then I started thinking about what I what I could do. And I don't know. I, I didn't um, take it that serious. So I, I didn't think about a name that long. Um, and at the end, I thought like, okay, I'm, I'm banging on pots and pans. Normally you cook on pots and pans. I do kind of a recycling thing with them. So I call myself after cooking. It's like after you're done with cooking, after you don't use this stuff
0: anymore, I take them to drum on it. It's a good, I like it, man. I like it. Um, that's all the questions that we have. Is there anything else that you think that we missed? Or mm,
1: well, there's definitely one thing I would love to to say. I just to 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 let people know when when things will be ha- happening because um on my Instagram and TikTok a lot of people ask me when I will drop my first song or when I drop something on Spotify, and I just wanted to say that I've been working on it really really hard, but it also takes a lot of time because I don't want to to be my songs just something that i have done in two days i mean i want to put effort in it make it sound yeah. really really good and that's why it takes so long but my first one is finally ready um and now there are a lot of things that still need to be done for example a music making a music video um um thinking about art cover and anything but my song should be out there on spotify um, Apple Music, um, whatever you can think of um, at the end of November. Please support it because that's my dream. I would love to um, to make more for, for people.
0: So yeah, um, I'm excited. I want to thank After Cooking so much for joining us. If you want to connect with him, we have linked to him on our social media accounts. We're profoundly pointless on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. And we have also included his information in the episode description, you re- you got to check out at least one of the videos where he's actually playing the music because it is, whether you like the music or not, it is impressive and an example of just how, how music can be everywhere and come from anyone on anything. Okay, now let's bring in John Shaw and get to the pointless part of the show. I was going to start it a different way, but then John made some ridiculous claim that he can identify the weather of any part of the country without looking at it on his phone. You're, you think that you can honestly, like if I say a city, you can say what the weather is there, generally speaking, right now?
2: Yeah, probably. Atlanta. Somewhere between 50 and 60 and probably partly cloudy today.
0: Okay, it is 58 degrees in Atlanta right now. All right. Boston?
2: I'm going to say like 54 and cloudy. 61. How about Phoenix, Arizona? All right. See, that's where it gets tough for me. I I mean, I'm going to say 87 and sunny.
0: 77?
2: I I, I think anybody could. I don't think it's that difficult to know a roundabout temperature for the United States and the areas of the United States during the seasons I don't think it's that difficult
0: no I actually now that I think about it I agree with you I just thought it would be a much more ridiculous claim that you can predict the weather pretty much anywhere in the country okay so ask me three a couple ask me three cities and see if I can do it Iowa City well I I don't even know where that is I'm assuming Iowa (laughs) Iowa yeah 57
2: 63 currently that's close that's within 10 degrees. Okay, yeah, give me another
0: one. Give me another fine. one.
2: Uh Buffalo.
0: Oh, I bet it's colder there. It's probably in the 40s. Uh,
2: 62 in Buffalo. Oh. 62. I bet
0: there are, though, some cities that would surprise you in terms of, like, how much different than the anticipated temperature that they were. I would think that
2: Buffalo would have been colder. All right, here, here's, a, here's what I think would be a tricky one. And for everyone that lives in Denver, they're like, it's not that hard. But uh, Denver. 65. Wow, I would have gone much colder. It is 59, but I probably would have said like 45 or something. As a person
0: who is from the heartland of America in Kansas and had frequently went to Colorado— Colorado and Kansas and parts of the Midwest have very rapidly changing weather where, like, it's actually generally much warmer than people think. Like, you can have a 65-degree day in the middle of January because the weather just blows in and blows right out.
2: A lot of blowing over there. A lot of blowing. Anyways, that was it. Nothing crazy. I mean, I I think if people were to think about it, they Everyone could probably come within 10 degrees of most cities, I would think, at any given time.
0: I guess that's probably right, that you could come with— Okay, well, wait. Wait a minute. Let's do Florida. Give The temperature in Tampa, Florida.
2: Uh, I mean, I'll probably say Tampa's 79. I think that's probably warmer than you think it is. I bet it's 72 right now in Tampa. Let's look. I love how you picked Tampa, by the way. Poor Tom and Giselle. Oh yeah.
0: Man. What would you do like what would you do in that circumstance? If your significant other gave you an ultimatum like you have to stop doing this thing or I'm going to leave you. For the room the basically what the reporting has been is that she essentially told him stop playing football or we need to, or we're going to break up and he chose football over essentially his family.
2: If you love somebody and have dedicated as much of your life as he has, uh, I think he should have the final decision. I mean, I know what I would do if it was me. And my wife was like, hey, you know, you should stop playing football or you're going to lose me. Um, But, you know, and we don't know the exact details. But, I mean, it's, you know, uh, he he, should have retired when he actually retired. He's been dog shit this season.
0: I mean, I don't know about the whole football aspect of it, but it is 87 degrees in Tampa, which is significantly warmer than I would have thought that it would be for basically November.
2: Your sweatshirt looks pretty comfortable, by the way.
0: It's incredibly comfortable, actually. It's that perfect kind of stretch sweatshirt that is both warming and allows a certain like coolness to yeah. go into your body. It's fantastic. Um, if, I, if I was
2: the, near you, I'd, I'd, I'd hold on to you
0: tight. It's a very comfortable sweatshirt. It's one of those kind of ones that you, like, you would want to snuggle up. Like people want to hug you. Do you think that that's weird, though, that Tom Brady would choose football over his family?
2: Of course not. When you have somebody like Tom Brady, who is a little egotistical, narcissistic. Uh, I mean, football's been his entire adult life. He doesn't know anything else. He's had everything given to him. He's worked for it. I don't. I don't mean it like that, but... You know, when somebody comes to him, I feel, and goes, listen, I'm leaving. Like, it's either what you've known for the last 20 years or it's or it's me. I Like, I feel like it could be his son. It could be his his wife, obviously. It could be his parents. He's going to choose football. But at the same time, is it fair of her to give him an ultimatum? I mean, was it ruining their marriage? Could she have waited another year?
0: The secret to happiness is knowing what enough is. That you have to be able to say, "I've this is enough. Sure. I have enough money. I have enough fame. I've played enough football. Like, you have to be able to have some parameters of that because otherwise you can never turn that off and it will consume you. I mean, if you look at the guy, like, it literally looks like it's consuming him. I mean, he looks terrible. It's like, whoa, man, you got to put on some weight.
2: Just for the record, you asked me. Uh, Alright, is it is it shout-out time?
0: Go on to, I didn't think it was going to go on to this diatribe Sorry. that you've been preparing for six months.
2: <laughs> I mean, I've had people ask me about it because at one point in my life You were the biggest Tom Brady fan of all time. I, I was a large Tom Brady fan, yes. And not just, like,
0: physically, a large Tom Brady fan.
2: Alright, uh, let's give some shout-outs because that's why the people are here. Uh, we'll start off with Sean McComb, Brendan Murphy, Jasmine Story, Jared C., Mary Walter, Ben Magnus, James Sagos, Jason Westmoreland, Brandon Bees, and Quentin Ferris. Congratulations. (laughs) Congratulations. Uh, all right, well, this is a little messed up this week because our uh, highly contested Twitter poll that's now owned by Elon Musk, uh, all four of them uh, have the same amount of votes. So um, I don't want to talk about four things. I don't think people want to hear us talk about four things. So I'll say the four topics, and then you decide uh, which one you care, or you can pass on all four of them. It won't Wait a problem. minute. Are you skipping your usual other questions and now using the poll as a crutch? No, no. I did, did i i mean I have questions i I can't remember anymore which goes in, in line to be honest it goes usually you have two questions about something then
0: you go oh to yeah. the the poll Sorry. thing and you, then on an episode like this we'll do candle of the month
2: you you know you know what I'm like trying to get to you know i it. know
0: because whenever it's a candle of the month episode you basically forget about anything else besides what's the candle going to be
2: i love it and I got such a good one all right so let's breeze through these questions,
0: right? Let's just ignore everything so we can get to Candle of the Month.
2: <laughs> you know, there's people out there right now that are just skipping this five minutes ahead to just. Uh, no, see we don't put a
0: time date on there, so they don't know what it, when it could be any moment.
2: <laughs> it's well, I mean, that's kind of smart, actually. Uh, all right. Uh, so, what's what's more overrated to you, a turkey dinner or a Christmas ham?
0: Turkey. That's. I don't even think that's up for any sort of debate. Turkey is not good. I have never had a good Thanksgiving dinner where I thought, like, felt myself, wow, <laughs> glad we had that turkey. I would rather have McDonald's hamburgers. If I went to a Thanksgiving dinner and they had, didn't have a turkey and had, like, McDonald's hamburgers that were a day old, I would still rather have that. It's turkey. It's not good. No one actually enjoys the turkey. There's no reason to have it.
2: I would agree with you on that. However, if if I have to if I have to choose ham or turkey, I'm probably going turkey. But that's just no. Me.
0: That's ham. Cheaper, better. It is cheaper. easier to cook. But I mean, it's a it's, superior meat.
2: It's a holiday meal. You're not going
0: cheap on purpose. You know the thing that I was thinking about. How come there are only certain things that we refer to by their name, and other meats that we refer to by a different name? Right. So cow is beef. Pork is ham but a chicken is a chicken and a turkey is a turkey.
2: It might be a cultural thing. I mean, I'm sure there are areas of the world and in America where someone's like, give me some of that cow, Susie. You know? I don't know. Give me some of that sheep, Martin. I, I don't know, but you know what I mean? Uh, when is your cutoff for uh, Halloween candy in terms of, do you eat it after, you know, well into November? Or is it like, you know, November 2nd? We're dumping the Halloween candy because Halloween's over. It's time to start thinking about Thanksgiving.
0: When it's gone. <laughs>
2: okay. <laughs> I'm
0: not throwing away free candy. <laughs> Are you fucking yeah. kidding me?
2: I, I, I try not to even have it in the house to be honest. Like after the after that night, my kids can eat it. We'll put it in bags and like I don't ever want to see it again. Like I don't want to know where they where it is. I hide it in the drawer, put it in the kids' backpack, send it to school. Like, I'll take it to my work. Like, I, I don't, I don't want to see it a- after that night.
0: Why are you so against fun and joy?
2: Uh, I'm not. I'm against not trying to have diabetes worse than I already have at the age of 35.
0: So you're throwing away your children's candy because you can't control yourself.
2: I wouldn't say it's getting thrown away, uh, but it's definitely disappearing. That's for sure.
0: Hmm. Because John Shaw can't control himself.
2: It's kind of like a similar question to like a Christmas tree, right? Like how long after the Christmas holiday do you keep your Christmas tree up?
0: But I don't really see how that's similar to it. This is a food, something that you could eat. Like what if something happens and the only thing that would have been in your house is all that Halloween candy but you decided to throw it out? Now you're going to starve to death.
2: Well, it's going to take me a few weeks to starve to death. (laughs) It's better be a pretty big natural disaster. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna
0: be a couple of months. Yeah,
2: before. better get ready for the long haul there.
0: No, I okay. I would honestly say probably like after a week, I'd be like, all right, we got too much Halloween candy. We can start yeah. like shipping this off to other places.
2: It's just, it's just. But, I don't know. It's this is probably one of the most pivotal, trans, uh, transformational, trans something. Like in terms of going from like one season to the next, like I'm ready just to get Halloween done. Like Let's move on to the cold weather, the holidays, like bundling up snow. Like, let's get it here. You know, I don't want to I don't want, you know, mm. reminders of Halloween and costumes and rainy, wet weather. Like, let's bring on the winter.
0: So if there was a choice between Halloween, Thanksgiving and Christmas, you had to get rid of one, I'm assuming you would get rid of Halloween.
2: Yeah, absolutely. One one I out of every holiday that we celebrate, I'd get rid of Halloween. I would get
0: rid of Thanksgiving.
2: Mm, Thanksgiving there's too many American things that I like about it. Like, you know, watching the football games, the meal, the food, you know, the cold weather. Anyways, people are unnecessarily nice to you.
0: I hate it when people around me are happy. It's awful. No, I'm all about seeing people happy. That's why I'm like, let's go go Halloween and Christmas. Let's skip over Thanksgiving. People aren't really that happy at Thanksgiving. It's a sham holiday. Mm. No one is actually that excited about Thanksgiving in my mind. Are you wearing your costume to work?
2: I never have, but I'm considering doing it. Uh... Because I think it would be good for morale, you know? God, you have you are
0: on the corporate train now. I know. It's f- oh, now yeah. you got a promotion. You are a corporate man. Look at you, corporate John.
2: It's, I'm, I'm fucked. I know. I know. How about
0: those reports? When are those reports going to be due? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Come on, guys. Let's get the morale up. Come on, guys. Let's have another meeting. I'm having a You are offensive about your meetings. John loves scheduling meetings and he really doesn't like it that I think that Zoom meetings are the worst things in the world. No, I they're mean, not. They're informative and helpful.
2: Listen. Can <laughs> we, we can we keep suck. on moving here to uh Sure what I'm waiting what, on you what the masses are here for? Oh okay. wait. Damn it, we didn't talk about the, the questions. Do your here. poll. You got too many things going on. You got a poll
0: and you got candle of the month.
2: That's oh, two man. things. All right, so there's four things. Uh uh here they are. Uh Jake Paul boxing. For those Again? of you Well, he beat Anderson Silva yesterday, which I mean now he's beat a legitimate like fighter. Um, he's gotta fight somebody that
0: is actually in their prime no one is ever going to take him seriously unless you fight somebody that is actually in the prime of their career and then beat them but at the same time that completely ruins it because as long as he can kind of do this whole fake thing is he really good is he not the controversy is much better than anything else the last thing he wants to do is settle that controversy
2: well Yeah, and and, I mean, imagine the money he makes, right? Well, maybe being a good boxer, maybe not. I mean, no one really knows. Uh, So we have early, early Black Friday sales. That was just going to be about how uh, some stores have already posted their Black Friday sales more than, you know, three, four weeks out. Uh, We don't need to spend a lot of time on that. Don't care at all. Uh, Your favorite Halloween candy?
0: Oh, probably Reese's Cup.
2: Yeah, it's it's hard to... Argue against the Reese Cup. Yeah, Reese Cup. Wins and that then uh, easily. the final one was uh, our Halloween costumes for this year. What uh, what we were going as.
0: Um, I'm in the stage of my life where I have to do all of the family costumes. Yeah. So the whole family dresses up something. My two boys are dinosaurs. My wife and I are the people from Jurassic Park. Okay, let's get to the part of the only part of the show that you care about anymore. Yes. All right, so the candle wait i've got an intro oh all right now it's time to go on a ride with the outlaw candle connoisseur himself candle of the month
2: all right let's (laughs) uh let's get to it so uh this candle (coughs) comes from dw home you can go to dwhome.com and uh, it's pretty simple uh but the candle of the month from that company it's Thanksgiving feast. Obviously mm. it, uh, it's it's um it's a hand poured candle. Uh, which which makes which is nice because uh, you know that the work went into the wax, ingredients, everything were were handcrafted for thirty five hours of Thanksgiving smells in your room, in your house, wherever you have it.
0: Oh, I thought you meant it took them 35 hours to make the candle I was like how much is this candle?
2: No no it's a uh, 35 hour burn uh, like I said it is it is um, you know hand poured uh, and for those of you wondering, uh, I did the large double wick size 18 okay. bucks. You do a single wick it's $14. so you, you know you know what I say on this on this program Nick right? More wicks the better.
0: Hmm. (laughs) uh... (laughs) (laughs) See, this is the difference between you and me. When I hear about something being handcrafted, I'm like, actually, I feel like that makes it less valuable. I would much rather have a machine do something than a person.
2: I mean, I, I don't disagree with you on some things. However, handcrafted just makes it more of a specific like it makes it more man i'm getting this candle because someone put in the time and the effort instead of just pressing a button on a machine and i poured 16 ounces of candle into a glass jar right like someone probably you know someone spent a little time on this made it special for me
0: yeah i'd much rather that means to me that they probably messed it up in some way i'd much (laughs) rather have a machine do it so i get what
2: the so i get what it was supposed to actually be like Nah, oh, you're just being negative. You're just being a negative Nelly. Anyways, check out uh, – or check out. Head over to nuts. com. <laughs> That's all I got. That's it, man. Oh, Come back something. next month. We're going to have uh, – I don't know. I'm going to get a good holiday one. I'm already looking at the holiday candles. So.
0: All right. We're going to have to do candle of the year.
2: Oof. All right. All right. We're going to have to. Gonna yeah. have
0: to encompass the whole year, though. If
2: you have any, because su- uh, you're you're using
0: the seasonality as a crutch.
2: Yeah. If you have any suggestions, by the way, send them our way. Because I'm no, don't, no, no. yes, no please. one
0: should send any suggestions. John should be able to do his own research. Right? You're supposed to be leading the pack, not following it. People I tune Tune but... into Candle of the Month to hear what you're going to say, not what suggestions that you're going to get.
2: It is. It, it is always good to listen to everybody. So that's and,
0: and sometimes people need a leader. Okay. All right, are you ready for our are you ready for our top five? Is it a single wick or double wick? What's the most amount of wicks you've ever had? You ever gone five? No, How four many you, what's
2: four usually. Uh you get you get too many wicks and it starts to become a problem.
0: Yeah. Do you everybody yeah. but have you ever had a five wicker or six wicker?
2: Uh I've seen them. I've never bought them, no.
0: They're you, big you candles. Too, they're you're too big scared. Old, can't handle a candle that big, huh? Okay. No, I All prefer
2: right. smaller things.
0: That's, I mean, you're, that, that's the way you're born. That's the way you're born. Uh, okay, so our top five is top five things you try to do but never actually do.
2: I'm going to start out with a funny one, but it's true, and I think everyone, though they won't admit this, will agree with me, and that's just be a one-flusher. What? Just, I
0: flush one time. What are you doing?
2: Even even when you take a gigantic dump, you're only a one flusher? Yeah. Oh man. Well. Wait, do you flush twice when you pee? No, but I'm not I'm not leaving logs, I'm not building log cabins when I pee.
0: You flush twice all the time?
2: I mean, I have even to Even in
0: a routine?
2: I have to sometimes.
0: What are you doing? My number five is drink water. I always tell myself like today I'm going to drink water, but it just never happens.
2: I have a uh, I have that on the list, but it's a it's a, a little bit further up on my list.
0: Okay, okay,
2: all right. Uh, my number four is uh, pretty simple: just read more, just read more books and things, and spend a little more time turning the pages by candlelight. <laughs> oh.
0: I'm so far beyond reading that I don't even consider it to be something that I'm ever going to do. Like, (laughs) I feel like I probably should read, but it's so far out of the realm of possibility that, like, I'm never actually going to do this again. I may, in the rest of my entire life, if I live for another 40 years, I may finish
2: five books. I'm going to finish one book a decade. That would be my goal. (laughs) I mean, listen, that's, you know, that's what you want to do. Uh, all right, my number three actually. Oh, it's, do I it's, get do I get to go, or are you just gonna go your whole list? <laughs> oh shit, my bad, my bad. <laughs> What's your number four? Uh, not look at my phone. See, uh, uh, our our lists are similar, but just kind of different uh, different order. But yeah, I'll get I'll get to that in a, in a in a in a little bit.
0: Okay, it's your number
2: three. Uh, my number three is actually drink water. But it's incredibly
0: I, I, hard to drink water.
2: I put like drink water slash hydrate. Like, I just, you know, it's whenever I'm thirsty, it's like I don't get a Gatorade. I don't get water. I drink coffee or I drink beer. You know what I mean? It's just, it makes no sense when you really think about it because both those things are dehydrating in themselves.
0: It would be nice if water tasted better. Like, I would just like to. My number three is stay organized. I would like to be organized. I always want to be organized. It just never happens.
2: Sounds – your list is boring today.
0: It's a little boring, but I'm trying to make – right? I'm trying to be organized and have a better list.
2: Yeah, that's – I don't really
0: have, you know, that many things. What
2: else you got? What's Uh, your number two then? So my number two uh, is – it's just like I just have digital, like – Trying to stay off all things digital from my iPad to my laptop to my phone. Um, It's just it's so hard because everything, you know, even businesses now you go to restaurants and they, you know, scan the QR code to see our menu. It's I mean, it's just the way of the world. I
0: mean, I don't really have a problem with that. That just seems like an actual use for the phone. I heard something else that somebody said, I don't remember who the person was, but they said something that really, like, jumped out at me. Is we used to call, it like, we, it used to be that we tried to colonize all the land in the world and all the places in the world, and now we're trying to colonize everybody's time through social media. Like, every second of your life now needs to be devoted to using a screen of some sort.
2: It's like, oh, yeah, that's kind of happening. It's, it's scary as hell, because... Open your phone right now, and it's going to be something that we just talked about. Targeted ad because they listen. Do you really? I've never never
0: actually had that happen to me though. Oh, I, I have, have you ever had that happen to you?
2: Yeah, but just all, all the not time.
0: like not like searching around the parameters of something where you've been like, you know what? I really want to look up Power Wheels to buy my child for Christmas. And you'll just mention it to your wife, and then you'll see an advertisement for Power Wheels on there. Power Wheels are those little pow pow Power Wheels
2: things. Yeah, those little fake cars for kids. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it's, it's happened multiple times with different products. It's it's kind of scary, but I, I've just I've under I've I understand that that's you know it's not that somebody's listening. It's just it's a marketing technique that you know it, it just happens. I don't know. It's not like the Russians or the Chinese are listening to the phone, right? Like, people push. It's just something that happens.
0: Or they're listening out. And,
2: and, and we're all fucked. But it's fine.
0: My number two is going to be be nice to people. Like, oh, I should try being nicer to people. Like, let's call this person and talk to them today. <laughs> let's tell this person thank you, right? Like, be more nicer to people and the problem really with you is
2: you come from a cloth that and i've had to learn this about you is that uh it's not that you're intentionally being mean uh but you know you, you have a rough skin you know if someone does something wrong you're gonna call them out on it
0: point it out but i don't feel a certain way about it
2: yeah Uh, And everybody, including myself, takes that offensively sometimes. So, yes, be more nice.
0: Yeah. Someday it'll happen. Someday I'll be nicer to people.
2: No, probably not. Uh, My number one is uh, uh, more more house projects. You know, more uh, just a honey-do list. I need to – I wish I was better at uh, being able to get things off of it.
0: Oh, yeah. I never accomplish anything. It takes me, if I have a task that I want to do, it's going to take me at least a month before I even start to really think about it. Two months. If there's a house project, it's going to take me, no matter what it is, it's going to take me two months to do that house project. One month to think about it, and then another month before I actually do
2: it. What's your number one? Lose weight. Yeah, I mean, I that's that's the that's an obvious one though. I feel I mean everyone could have that as number one unless you're Tom Brady. I wonder if there's ever if there's
0: anybody in the world that is completely happy with their body weight, like not trying to either gain weight or lose weight. But just, you know what? I'm 155 pounds, and that is exactly how much I want to weigh.
2: It's not like it's unattainable at any age, really. It's just you got to put in the work.
0: Yeah, that's the difficult part about it. What's on your? Are, did you your number one? Yeah, I did. You, yeah. you have any honorable
2: mention? Uh, well, I mean, I, I actually had workout on there, uh, uh on oh, my honorable out. mention. Yeah. Also had like uh go, going back to school, like getting a, a you know a different degree or something, you know, things that I I, I want to do but I, I won't or I don't. What are you uh,
0: gonna go? What do you want to go back to school for? What degree do you want to get?
2: Uh, a podcasting degree. Uh, stopping my annoyances. Like I'm sure there's things I do that bother people. Mm. Uh, you know, like my tics or whatever. I don't know what you want to – like my pet peeves that I have that I'm sure annoy other people when I have them.
0: I think those are what makes people unique though. I actually like it when people have those.
2: You know, like, uh, like my silverware thing. Like where I uh, it just it pains me to be around clanking silver silverware. Like I can't I don't think that stuff's ever gonna change, man. That's just who you are as a person. Yeah, I know. I know. You just I gotta can... get used to it. We can hold out hope though.
0: Okay, that's gonna go ahead and do it for this episode of Profoundly Pointless. I wanna thank you so much for joining us. If you get a chance, subscribe. Leave us a rating or a review. We're starting to put more episodes up on YouTube now. So if you want to see the conversations and not just hear them, our YouTube channel, Profoundly Pointless, is a great way to do that. And there's there's definitely some things that, from a visual perspective, it really helps kind of solidify the things that we're talking about when you actually see somebody demonstrating it. That's our YouTube channel. We're Profoundly Pointless. And let us... What are some, you know, let us know some of the things that, oh, and of course, let us know what are some things that, like, you know you should do this, but it just doesn't happen.